Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. afternoon and welcome to episode number 19 of Tell Me Your Tales, a bit of a uh, diffin impromptu kind of show this afternoon because today Josh Harris just got named in the Australian team for the World Marathon Championships which are going to be held in London in a few weeks time and I thought what better way to celebrate that than to uh, get him on the show and hear his initial thoughts. Um, it was just announced this morning and pretty big news, and it's it's awesome because we had Josh on as the very first episode of Tell Me Your Tales before he went to Lake Biwa in his attempt to qualify for the World Champs, and then we had him on afterwards, so I feel that a lot of people know the story of Josh, and I couldn't think of someone more deserving and someone uh, better to talk to, to hear it straight from the cow's mouth on a day like today. So I'm going to, I've just got home from work, this is um, no notes in front of me, pretty much a live recording so I can get it to you tonight and you can hear a bit of an exclusive, I'm sure he's done media all day, but um, yeah, a bit of a tell me your tales kind of uh, chat with Josh Harris. Let's plug it in and uh, see if he picks up, give me two seconds. All right, here we go, Josh Harris. Hey, mate, how you going? Yeah, good, mate. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank. Oh, I appreciate the time. It's a massive day in the life of yourself. So, um, to get a yes. ten or twenty minutes with you, I'm, uh, I'm stoked. Oh mate, it's it's been pretty flat out, but it's something that I don't mind. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's good attention to have. I'm sure. It is. It is. Tell me about the day. How's it panned out for you? Uh, so they said yesterday that the announcement was going to come down at 10 a.m. So I went for a run at about 8:50, uh, 60 minutes, just to make sure I was home by 10, so I didn't miss anything. So did you already know, or was that you were waiting for 10 a.m. as well? No, no, I, I knew. I found out on Wednesday night, so um, I've had about 36 hours to for it to settle in a little bit, but yeah. uh, everyone else knows today, and yeah, so since since they announced it, it's been a lot of, lot of messages, a lot of notifications, um, oh, some TV, some radio, a couple of newspapers, things like that, so it's, it's been good. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, what was it like hanging on to that news for thirty six hours? Uh, it was tough. It was it was a bit of a strange thirty six hours because only a select, uh, only a select few of my um, close mates knew. So, um, and we kind of thought that it'd come out yesterday. So the whole day went past yesterday, and kind of nothing else happened. So, yeah, it was. 
today, I guess it's started to sink in a little bit. Um, now everyone knows. Yeah, did it become a bit more real when you actually seen it in a media release from Athletics Australia and stuff like that? Yeah, 100%. Like yesterday, I was kind of just sitting around like, yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> whereas today, yeah, all, all the media, the the links and the notifications, it's kind of like, yeah, this is, this is happening. Your phone must be just buzzing. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so if if it buzzes in the next few minutes, and I apologise, um, the laptop might as well because I've got some apps that I think automatically update. So I don't know. Don't stress about that, mate. Mate, I um, yeah, we're always a raw chat here, so a few little interruptions is no stress at all. You still there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. My next question is. Um, I wanted to go back. So, how many weeks has it been since Biwa? Six? Uh, no, it's, it's, I think it's about 11. 11. Oh, geez. Time flies when you're having fun. It doesn't it? Yeah. So, let's talk us through that process. So, obviously, you recovered from the marathon, and then was it weird not knowing what you were training for? Yeah. Yeah, it has been. Um, so, I I didn't do much for, for the first four weeks because I knew that there were still 22 weeks until London, um, so I just kind of cruised around, did a little bit of running, um, mainly just had a bit of fun, and then um, just started to get back into it as if I was preparing for um, to make the world champs. So I've been been up at around 180 for the last, I think it's six weeks now. Um, so I'm I'm fairly fit again, um, but it's been it's been a tough time. Like I I knew that. It pretty much was going to come down to whether Michael Shelley had nominated or not. So my fate wasn't really in my hands, which that made it really tough. Um, initially, everyone had told me, oh, no, he's not going. He's focusing on com games. And, you know, I was pretty confident. But every day that passed, I, I got less and less confident and to the point where I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to make the team, not going to make the team. So yeah, it's been a been a bit of a roller coaster the last couple of months and with a bit of other stuff going on that I probably just mentioned a bit in our first interview it's just it's been an up and down time but to get the news today has been fantastic yeah so you were fourth fastest on paper and Shelley didn't nominate so you slipped into that third spot yeah fifth um but I knew Liam wasn't oh, yeah, going. yeah yeah did you get any inside knowledge about Shelley or was that just today no I had had some inside knowledge saying that he wasn't going then I had other knowledge saying that if he ran really well in the London Marathon that he was going to go so I'm not sure whether he considered his run really good and so then it was just a bit of like until I heard it from the man himself and I don't really know him so I didn't didn't contact him um, or from the AA selectors I really really wasn't 100% sure yeah right yeah yeah good so um how many weeks you got now uh, it's 10 weeks to go on Sunday. Almost so perfect, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm in a in a pretty good spot. Like, I, I'm not the fittest I've been, but I'm tracking well for, for this point in time. Yeah. We spoke during the week about um, that kind of mental battle of getting yourself up and starting to kind of train for a marathon block and how mentally tough that was, not knowing what the fate was going to be. So do you want to yeah. maybe touch on... How have you been getting yourself out of bed and committing to these initial big sessions, which are bloody hard work? Like when you start a marathon block, you're not fit enough to, to handle that yet. But So yeah. they're a bit of a slog. But, yeah, yeah. talk us through that. It, it's so true. Like I, um, 
on the Wednesday that just gone when I found out that night, I was I'd finished my medium long run Wednesday morning and I took it easy on purpose because I knew I had a, a seventy minute tempo coming up on Thursday. But I was I was there thinking I really don't want to do this tempo unless I know. Like even if even if it was good news, but I didn't know, I didn't really want to be out there. So I was I was happy that I got that call on the Wednesday. But um, yeah, even even from Sunday because they said that the cutoff date was Sunday, the meeting was Monday. I, I was expecting that call on Monday, and so just that just that forty eight hours was tough. Um, let alone the the couple of months um, of uncertainty leading in. So, yeah, it's been it's been a little bit difficult at times um, for the motivation, but for the most part, I've managed to get myself out the door. And even though some of it probably hasn't been the most quality, um, I've got it done, which at the end of the day is the most important thing. And it's a bit of a credit to you because you have been getting it done for years and years and years, and that's why you know you've been successful today, getting named in this Australian side. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you're definitely right there. It's it's years and years of hard work that's came into um, came into this, and I've said before that um, you know this opportunity to make a team it might come up once, it might come up three or four times, like we don't know, and I want to take that opportunity um, as soon as I can, and so for it to be 2017, um, pretty early on in the journey, um, yeah, it's it's great feeling. Yeah, and it feels like it's such a good championships to start off with as well. Like it's London, you don't yeah. have to deal with a massive um, – well, you're going to have to deal with a massive time difference, but weather's going to be kind of manageable. It's not like you go into an African country to, or China or something to try and run a marathon. Like it's – you should be able to run well there, I guess I'm trying to say. Yeah, hopefully. I think the race is about 11 a.m., which is probably the only – the only thing that I'm thinking, you know, might it might turn out to be fairly warm, but you know, out of all the places it could be, London's probably my pick. And so, I kind of purposely didn't run the London Marathon this year. Um, I went to Japan in the kind of hope that I'd qualify and then get to go to London anyway. Um, I've never been to London, so um, that kind of little bit of planning ended up paying off. So, yeah, I. I'm surprised that um, I've got the opportunity and some of those guys decided not to nominate because, you know, a London World Champs is as good as it gets, I reckon. Yeah. No, I credit to you, though. You can't you can't just say it's all luck. You've done so much hard work, and I reckon you need to, need to take a bit more credit than that. Yeah, well, you got to run the time, so I did that. So that's, that's the main part of it. Exactly right. Um, so what's it been like with Athletics Australia? Have they kind of given you flight details or training camp or anything beforehand or uniform measurements or has any of that come into it yet? Uh, so I've actually, since I did the qualifier, I've got onto some special email list um, and I wasn't sure whether that meant that I was I was good or whether I wasn't. <laughs> so um, I got an email, I reckon it was about a fortnight ago with um, a lot of information as to... Um, where you can go to base yourself in the lead up, where some people will be, um, some of the some of the funding and um, and then some of the costs as well of the other stuff. So I, I need to have a bit more of a look into that, and I'm not sure exactly what my plan will be, but I I think I've got access to to all of that kind of information now, which is good. Yeah, man, imagine if you didn't name get named and all of a sudden you are, you've got all the details of uh, everything that you should need. 
I know. That's what I said to Mum. I said, "Is this is this a good sign? This has to be a good sign that I'm a good chance if they're giving me the the details of the base." So. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's good. Um, so, yeah, what are you thinking now before the race? Will we do all the work down in Tassie or get over there a couple of weeks before? Or you haven't uh, thought that far ahead? No, I've thought that far ahead. I don't know the exact specifics of it. Um, I'll run the Launceston 10 and then I'll run the Gold Coast Half Marathon. And then I reckon as soon as I've done Gold Coast, I'll head overseas. That's the, um, that's the unknown as to where because um, I think there are a couple of options and it will depend – um, who I'm with, um, so I'll have to have a chat to probably some of the other marathon um, girls and boys, um, other people in the know, and then also keep in mind those options for the the team bases and stuff like that to to get a good opportunity. Because I guess I guess it's different running the marathon. I'm not in Europe looking for races, so that's another thing I've got to consider. Because mm, a lot of the track and field guys will go over and just hit hit um, races beforehand, won't they? Yeah, whereas, you know, for me, I'd nearly ideally, you know, based off previous preparations, wouldn't mind a stint at altitude, but I don't think anyone's going to be at altitude, so it could turn into quite a costly venture. Yeah. So it might be better off training with people, um, getting used to some heat um, for that kind of five weeks beforehand. So that's what I've got to weigh up over the next week or two yeah right and um what was i going to ask next next i was going to ask about the training are you going to do a similar build-up than you have for the previous marathons yeah it's this will be slightly different to be just in the sense that i'm i'm going to be coming off a a better starting point at kind of this point in time than i was for be but then i'm going to be interrupted with a couple of key races um being lonnie and gold coast so I think before BWR I averaged eight weeks at 220. So maybe maybe if I can get eight of this 11 weeks at 220 average, I'll be happy just with those interrupted weeks as well, if that makes sense. Yep. That's pretty good. And a good 10 and a good half. It's almost a perfect lead-in. Yeah, well, Lonnie, Lonnie being my home race, and I'm, I'm probably more on the shorter side of fitness at the moment, so... A 10k should be a good hit out, and um, you know if I oh, got three weeks, I should be in really good shape by then. I'd nearly like to challenge for the placings where I haven't quite been before in these road races. So I want to go out there and put it on the line, and you know see if I can match it with some of those top guys because I think over the 10k I can run a bit better than what I have in the past, and then. Goldie's probably my favourite race, so I'm looking forward to that one and hopefully getting a PB, giving an extra two weeks as well. Yeah. Do you know much competition for Launceston or Gold Coast yet? Um, I don't know about Gold Coast, but for Launceston, I've heard quite a few are coming down, the likes of Liam, um, you know, many others always come down. And then from the Tassie side, Dougie Hammerlock's going to be, going to probably be my main competition for the first Tasmanian, I'd say. He's, he's running pretty well at the moment. Yeah, he smashed that last week. Yeah, yeah, it's good Good to see him finally finally back on the roads. Yeah, yep, super strong over the longer stuff. They're pretty underrated as well. Oh, one of the most underrated guys going around, I reckon. Yeah, let's talk about the race in London. Is there, like, his top 25 an automatic qualifier for Gold Coast or anything like that? Have you looked that far ahead? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm not sure of that because that... That would be um, quite a good thing, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, I'm I'm really not sure, but I'm expecting a pretty big field in London this year. Um, 
I don't know. I think there were 150 in the Olympics or something like that. And, you know, I think there'll be a big field. I heard the other day that some of the top Kenyans aren't going, so they might be a little bit scared um, of me going over there. <laughs> All the way from Tassie. That's it, but I think the three Kenyans that are there will probably probably won't be too scared. <laughs> yeah, but with the like obviously not oh no money in the world champs compared to a world marathon major and stuff. Some te- teams send a bit of a weaker one, so it could be you yeah know, surprise yourself how high you could finish up. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's hard to it's hard to put a place value on it yet because I just don't know who's racing. Um, so that makes it difficult, but then I just know in myself that depending on what the conditions are on the day, if they're if they're slightly adverse, um, then I'll be able to make the most of smart racing, and if they're good conditions, then I'll make the most of smart pacing. So I should be able to pick off guys in the second half if training goes well over the next few weeks. Yeah, and the course is good? It's four, four laps, um, taking in all the sites, I think, so... Not not really sure. I haven't been to London, but I assume it'll be pretty flat. And um, a loop course probably suits a guy like me. A little bit, little bit crazy. So yeah, um, you like the, you like those loops. Yep, that's it, mate. So it should be good. Nah, that's good, mate. Final question I want to ask you because I don't want to take up too much of your time is yep. um, how's this probably going to affect the life balance? I'm kind of thinking sponsorship opportunities. Like now that you're Josh Harris, Australian representative. There's three Australians we're sending over there. Like, it's a pretty good uh, kind of claim to fame. Have you thought about moving forward to make it a bit more professional? Yeah, I I think um, my, my work running balance is really good at the moment. I've got the perfect job for training. Um, and, you know, I've, I've listened to some of the Tell Me Your Tales with guys like Brad Croker, and I, I love some of his values about work and things like that. So... I think in terms of work, I'm pretty happy. I've I've banked a couple of decent weeks back in the early phases of the recovery, so um, going okay there. In terms of sponsorship, I've had a um, couple of couple of people kind of get in contact with me that want to help me out with a bit of little bit of cash. So that's that's a good thing. Um, awesome. Yeah. So in, in terms of that, then you know, hopefully I've just kind of put myself as a little bit of a bigger bigger person on the map so that can only be a good thing yeah for sure and especially the way that tassie gets around you you must be um an absolute superstar down there today yeah hopefully hopefully some of the local girls can see some of this media and get around me yeah (laughs) is that a plug to give you a bit of a search on tinder if you're in the area yeah possibly mate (laughs) what do you um if people just listen to this and they didn't listen to the last one where can they uh keep up to date with training and social medias mate um underscore josh harris on twitter and instagram um facebook just search josh harris you'll find me if you want to be my friend um what else strava um not sure how you find people on strava again you might be able to put a link to my strava account in in your um credits or whatever yeah i'll put them in the show notes yeah, so that that's about it, I think. Man, your Strava would be going off tap as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, because I haven't been doing too many of the marathon sessions, I haven't gained any followers lately, but I've got some good kudos today. Oh, I reckon you would have, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful, mate. Well, um, yeah, we might try to catch up with you after the race as well and get a bit of a same thing, kind of a 20-minute recap all about yep. the World Championships. 
Sounds good, mate. Thanks for having me on. No worries. Congratulations again. I'll be down in Lonnie in a few weeks' time, so I'll um, see you there. I'll probably be a couple minutes behind you, but it'll be good to catch you. No, you've been you've been doing some good stuff yourself, mate. You won't be too far oh, off. I'm slowly getting there. I'm I'm with you in that camp of three more weeks. I could be all right. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> time's probably not a month. Yeah, it depends how the next three weeks go. It does, doesn't it? We need it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be good to catch you there. Thanks, yeah, you, Josh. Mate. Cheers. go i hope you enjoyed that little 20 minute chat with josh harris i'm uh, so stoked for him especially after being with him in berlin Mar- or at the berlin marathon last year and kind of seeing his disappointment probably in a way he still ran 220 that day but to know that that 219 was probably his goal and um a time he just missed that day and to now what are we about six months later see that he's hit that time and just been named in the australian team is, uh, is so good and I appreciate his time so much. As I said, really looking forward to catching him down at the Launceston 10K in a couple of weeks' time, which should be good to uh, see him in person. Hope you enjoyed it. I'll be back with another show next week. All the best and happy running over the weekend. And um, thanks again for checking out the podcast. If you have an opportunity, a review on iTunes does massive things to spread the word. And um, it just helps more people find it. You come up in more searches and things like that. Or tell a friend, especially a running buddy, that uh, this kind of content's out there. Beautiful. Thanks again for listening. See you later.
ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 